Hey everyone, welcome back to High T Hoops. This is Brian Beauchet at the Duke of Hoops. And today we have a very special guest, 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 it's, it's early, guest from the 2K world. We have Sam the Ruler. What's up, Sam? Thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, we've, we've brought on British basketball players. We've brought on former NBA players. Our first esports player, 2K player, professional and this is going to be exciting. So let's get into it a little bit to start with. Just want to give a little background on yourself. How'd you become an NBA fan? Why are you a Miami Heat fan? Would just love to hear about your uh, basketball background in general. Okay, that's that's awesome, really. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I got introduced to basketball, funny enough, by the game called uh, NBA Street Volume Two. Oh yeah, Sam. Yeah. So which it's... was like oh three, I think oh four. I yeah. remember. God, that was my game. I love yeah, that so much. That's. that's probably the best basketball I've ever played today. The soundtrack. Yeah. Especially oh, so soundtrack. Yeah. 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 Troy, that's the soundtrack. I think they reminisce over you. Yes. I yeah. still oh, love that. And I think they had, I'm, you know, we lived in Seattle. Yeah. Green Lake is one of the courts in yeah, NBA yeah, street. Yeah. And yeah. so I play at Green Lake every summer and just play reminisce over you over yeah. and over again, just trying yeah. to think that I'm in NBA street. I love that callback. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so around that time was when I got introduced to basketball through that game. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite players to use in that game was Shaq. And at that time, I believe, at the time I got to play it, I think, which was like 05, I think, I can't remember. But yeah, it was Shaq. Shaq was my favorite player. So I suddenly became a Heat fan. I saw the introduction uh, with <laughs> Wade on the stage. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's probably, this is probably going to be my favorite team. Because, you know, with basketball, you literally get introduced to basketball through a player. Mm-hmm. Most often than not. So that's, that was my favorite player then. And progressively, I've been a diehard Heat fan over over the years. You got um, very lucky picking that team with their future. You came in hot with Dwayne Wade and with Alonzo Mourning getting that title. I think they had Gary Payton, too, when they yeah, beat yeah, the Mavs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, such a fun team. I was rooting for them. And then you get LeBron, and now you have a whole new era now of success. Yeah, I'm not ever spoke, technically, yeah. Yeah. So Do you think... Do a lot of people in the UK get into the NBA through 2K, through video games? Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I think uh, most, if, if I'm being honest, in the UK, I think most people played and watch. So most yeah. people play uh, a lot of 2K and actually watch the NBA. Because you, you ask them about the NBA knowledge and it's, it's almost non-existent. But you, you, they know the players in the game. They will like, I play with this person yeah. in my career. You get drafted and... You join the team and you know this player on the team what he can and can't do. So they gave they the knowledge is based off 2K, which is amazing. But yeah, most of them are mostly introduced to basketball via via the game, which is Yeah. It's such a good way because I mean the time zones are a nightmare. We yeah. you know, we both know Mo Munsey, who was up at three AM every single yeah. day <laughs> during the NBA playoffs covering yeah. it. Yeah, I used to be in this I was in his Twitch chat quite a lot when he was uh, doing a watch party. Yeah, so definitely. The, uh time out breaks, I'll be in there. Just to, especially when he will play the Celtics, funny enough. Yeah. I'll be in here talking my stuff. So I'll be in there. <laughs> to Mo, a well known Celtics fan. Winding him up, yeah. So I was in there a lot when he played at the yeah. Celtics. Yeah, it's inter- it's such a good way to get into the game too, because you learn the stats, you learn the players, you learn the yeah. team movements. Mm-hmm. Uh it's such a good intro. And you see like fantasy sports does that a lot as well. Yeah. Where you start yeah. to just memorize all the stats, all the best players. Yeah. But with 2K with my league and doing your own career. Uh, and I love that they introduced the WNBA too, just to get a little bit more exposure amazing, to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah amazing. I have no, I'm gonna say, I'm, I have no idea of WNBA in general, but I think that's see, see how the game gaming works. That's a good introduction to it. 
definitely. So, uh, and people become analysts, which is funny through 2K. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, Javon McGee is, is trash because he can't do this, he can't do that. In 2K, yeah, not even on the court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, so how did you get into playing 2K at the level you're at now? When did that really start? Yeah, I started playing 2K. I was a, I was a live fan, to be fair. Yeah. Live 08 was one of, my, one of the games where they introduced the loading screen where you play on the courts before the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts. Man, these are throwbacks. I love it. Yeah, it's crazy. So I was, from, from then, so I got 2K11 from a friend. I didn't know anything about 2K, by the way. I didn't know, because over in the UK was always EA, everything. Yep. So, you know, but I was like, 2K, probably 2K is like the um, pest of uh, of uh, football. So we have Pro Evolution Soccer and FIFA, which is which pest is like an off-brand version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, Bungie is 2K11. Great, one of the greatest games I've ever played to date. Yeah. Um, played the Michael Jordan story mode and just got hooked from there as well, really. Um, it had a Michael Jordan mode, which was, which you played as Michael Jordan. So you played his story basically, and you got to unlock his shoes over the over the course of the game, which is, is that which got me to know a bit more about Michael Jordan as well. Because obviously, I didn't get to I didn't get to watch him was in my in my area as well. Yeah, yeah. So I was that's how, that's how I got hooked, and then I got um, I got two K eleven late, and I got two K thirteen, and. Through the next gen, I was able to progress and keep playing over and over and was able to improve my skills to be able to then play the ESL uh, championships, really. Yeah. I mean, before we get to the championship, which was incredible earlier this year, was there a community that you could uh, kind of join when you first started playing in the UK, either 2K or NBA? What did, how did you find it kind of getting into the game and getting to know other players in the UK? Okay. So in uh, – I'm not, not to toot my own home, but I think I'm an OG – the, okay, uh, I love it. Um, there wasn't, I didn't know anything about EU community till 2K15, uh, I believe, mm-hmm. because uh, on the servers on 2K14 and previous, you played to get to play against Americans as well. Yeah. So it wasn't a East, it wasn't a European region or US, it was just everyone together. Mm-hmm. So I played on uh, quite a lot with Americans, met quite Americans, quite a few Americans through 2K as well, and was able to go on 15 and uh, that's when they separated the servers. So you had, now you had EU server and there's barely anyone there because everyone's too used to playing with US guys. Yep. So you my US friends and then later down the line, I was able to find a couple of uh, European players which were quite decent at, at the level they played. So I was able to play with them and, you know, uh, and the community got bigger, especially at 2K16 when they released the game for free uh, in yep. the summer. So a lot of people, a lot of uh, Europeans came over and also with the boredom of playing FIFA, because FIFA got repetitive at some point, and then yep. people tried to go over to, to a new game, and it's 2K, and that's how most people introduced to, to 2K. So when you're playing on the servers with the Americans, was there lag? Did you would people blow by you because the, the connection was, was yeah, worse yeah. than in the States? To be fair, I knew nothing about lag. At yeah, all, so. like the ping rates, everything, it was just so early on. It was so normal to me, so it was like, people would be like, I'm delayed, and I never knew what that meant. Yeah. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I've been playing like this for a while. So yeah, you go into the EU service and you're like, holy shit! Like yeah. I'm so fast, and I'm why am I so much better now? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's yeah. So um, yeah, playing with US guys is is funny really because they're very uh, they're very bushes. So mm-hmm. I came in talking to them with my accent, right? Mm-hmm. So which is which is funny. So we're like, 
Oh, don't let this British guy do you like that. So you can yeah, go like, play FIFA. Go over yeah, to play like, FIFA. Yeah. It, it might be think you're not good because you don't because you're not American. Yeah. So it was like I play with US guys, it was it was fun. We just the uh, trash talk. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that that is the yeah. best part of FIFA and 2K. That's, that's the best, yeah, that's the best part of the community, really, the trash talk of, of the US community anyway. But yeah. Um then I was able to get more into the EU scene on from 2K17 onwards. Yeah. So OG of the of the EU 2K community. Yeah. Loved love to hear it. NBA. Man, I, we needed to pull some clips from NBA Street Volume 2. I mean, that was that you just like unlocked memories in my brain that I didn't know I had yeah. uh, going back to those. But let's so you're, you've been playing for a while now. What do you think of, uh, you know, favorite players now? You mentioned Shaq. Who are, who's your go to? Are you just all heat now? Who are your favorite current players in 2K? Current players uh, uh, on 2K or just, just the NBA in general? Uh, I mean, both, I guess. Let's start oh, okay. with NBA. Let's start with NBA. Who are your favorite players right now in the NBA? My favorite player right now in the NBA is, uh, wow, it's, I'll, I'll probably say or, Bam. Bam, nice. You see his big contract he just got? I think he got, what, $250 million he or something? It. He deserves 163 and then uh, obviously the incentives of being MVP or, or NBA, that rises yep. to 100 But, um, yeah. Totally um, deserves it. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm. I'm. I'm a big fan of. Uh, obviously, my roots in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of Nigerian basketball players, technically. So Yanis, his roots is Nigerian. Yeah, he's Greek. And uh, yeah, so I'll probably say Bam is my favorite player right now. Just, just of that. But uh, my favorite player over the decade would probably be LeBron in the Heat, mm-hmm. obviously. Yep. Um, don't like what he did to us this this summer though. But I mean, this winter, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, still that was tough. One of my favorite players to watch. Really. So you were you're in Mo Munsi's Twitch chat. Uh, Bam is blocking Tatum for a game winning oh, yeah. dunk, and did you did you just lose it? Yes, <laughs> I I was, that was quick because actually I, I think I was in his chat when that happened. Yeah, so I, I saw his reaction before I saw what happened. So I was like, because I was so nervous because it's the end of the game. It's like we up. I think we yeah. up one. I think yeah, I remember yeah. what one. Tatum gets a line drive and then blocks it and then man, there's crazy. not there's not enough emotes to express that emotion. You needed to to jump on the stream wow, itself. I, was, I almost threw my laptop off of my uh, off my desk. It's crazy. Yeah, so that's that's probably the highlight of of the season. One of, one of the highlights of the season, anyway. Definitely. So, what do you think of them getting the finals? What do you think of the playoffs in general? Um, I did. What's funny is I did think we were gonna hit make the finals, mm-hmm. because always I always get called disillusion, uh, disillusional. I guess yeah. that's what, as uh, as a Heat fan when I said okay, I think this season we have an actual chance of because of making the finals. I actually study my team compared to other fans, and I know yeah. what we can and can't do. So I actually form and the bubble. We're kind of like a bubble team as well in terms of the the culture of the mm-hmm. Heat. They so love that bubble. Stuff like this, exactly. We're built for this. I just knew after the bubble, yeah, we're making the finals. So like, and um, first series sweep, I expected that. Yep. Strong. Nervous against the Bucks, but after the first game, I knew we we're gonna win the series. And they just uh, fit so well when they took down yeah, the Bucks like that. It was just yeah. like this team is built well. They're coached well. They have the leadership yeah. in the locker room. They yeah. were so that after they beat the Hawks, the Bucks. It's like all right, they're gonna storm through the bubble. Yeah, exactly. So, and then Celtics, I just thought, okay, 
mind you, we, we played zone, which is crazy. We played zone against the Bucks in regular season, which worked great, and we never did it in the playoffs against them. So it was like, how do it's crazy how we even beat them without even playing the zone. So I guess so I, so I guess um it was a coaching tactic, which is crazy. So so Boonholes got our coach in, in, in that aspect. Yeah, so definitely. And then going to the Celtics series, we then played zone against a Celtics team. So which is say so I can't I can't be a coach because that's just that's just chess right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we were able to steam, not steamroll, but beat them 4-2 and then to the finals. Yeah, it, they were, you know, Skylar and I. Skylar went to Michigan with Duncan. So saw Duncan around campus. And okay. so has been a big Heat fan since he joined the team and has been doing so well. Exactly. So we were rooting for the Heat the whole time. I want... I'm so glad they pulled more games off the Lakers in the finals because a sweep or a 4-1 would have, especially with Drogic going down because he was such a big part of that team. I'm yeah. glad they challenged him. I wish they could have been fully healthy that whole finals. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely uh, – it, it, it was heartbreaking, man. The first game, we lose two of our best uh, players. Yeah. And Bam not even our, being healthy. Yep. Bam was our leading scorer up until that point in the yeah. playoffs. And then we lose him, and then we lose uh, Dragic of a freak accident, and it's wild, tough, wild, wild scenes. So they made some offseason moves. I'm trying to look up. There's been so many. What, what have you thought of their offseason so far? I'm trying to pull up our. Uh... If I was to offseason, I'll probably say uh, A. Really, with the moves they've made, I probably I probably give it A plus because of the even the Bam signing. So, and, uh, Getting Bam contract. back was huge. Um, we got Mo Harkless, Avery Bradley. The Avery Bradley one was big, blowing yeah, off that strong yeah. wing player. Big, especially defensively. And now our guards get all over the place now. Um, Mo Harkless, Avery Bradley. Uh, uh, Myers Leonard, you re-signed. Dragic, Dragic, you re-signed. That's the thing, too. Like They are treating the players so well. They, they re-signed Haslam. Uh, yeah. so that UD they brought back and they're just mm-hmm. treating the players right like players want to go there because they treat them well it was definitely so it was it's, we, we didn't want to let the 2016 D Wade situation happen ever again I guess yeah. so it was like show up everyone uh, the Myers Leonard one was funny to me though because uh, that's crazy right? yeah I mean, it must have been hurt or something it was a lot <laughs> for, for someone that's only clapping throughout the playoffs it's, all right. <laughs> Hopefully he'll come back. Hopefully another year because they were. I mean, this was the first year they were really all together, and they were so young. Yeah. So another year of development, bringing in Avery Bradley, bringing in Mo Harkless. I think they're going to be really good again next year in the East. Yeah. And and I think that was a tactic from Riley as well because now if you want to get Yanis to the offseason after I think he had in the back of his head, Bam is definitely going to ask for the rookie uh, rookie Max or the Max deal, and he has to obviously. Take that into consideration. So give Myers Leonard Dragage money like that. I didn't expect Dragage to get that kind of money as well. And then obviously make get them paid and then do a signing trade yeah. it, uh, in the free agency for someone like Yanis. And who knows? They're so smart. It, it makes so such smart. a big difference when the front office is that good and wow, your coach is that good because they're prepping for Giannis. They know their free agency destination. They show they can get to the finals with a team they just threw together last year. Exactly. Uh, how many players want to come play for us of just of that? Like, yeah. Just no one wants to play with Jimmy Butler, apparently, and now everyone wants to come play with Jimmy Butler. So. Exactly. And a little dig at Mo and the Celtics. When you cut Isaiah Thomas like that, when you don't yeah. treat players like the Heat do, you mm-hmm. get penalized for it. People leave. People mm-hmm. might not want to go there. 
Exactly. And then Gordon Hayward's out of there. So yeah. I mean, Gordon Hayward got, got, got paid, but that's another story from over there. But, <laughs> that was a lot of yeah. guaranteed money. Yeah. All crazy. right. Let's get back to 2K. So what is a day like? Like I, when I practice basketball, I can get like an hour in and then at my age, I'm just completely exhausted. So for a 2K player, what is your training schedule like? How do you practice? Give me some sense in the audience, some sense of what it's like actually being a player at your level. All right. So I'm, I'm the type of person from, uh, let's say from 2K16, I played every game mode. Mm-hmm. So I played from my career to my team to play play now even to my league even this is the most enjoyable 2k of all time is the best one that every, every, most players will tell you that 2k is the best 2k um so that's how i guess i'd say i hone my skills properly so i was able to play multiple positions as well so learn how to play different positions by running 5v5 as well and i was very consistent i was a consistent player to, to be fair i was playing quite a lot I don't know how many I don't know how many hours I could say I spent, but I was playing quite quite a lot over the years. And then 2K20, uh, uh, 2020, I say pandemic. So it's now a lockdown, so even more time spent. So I was able to play more tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I uh, I qualified in late uh, 2019 for the ESL. Yep. But I say I played more during these uh, pandemic during these lockdown times and. I was able to get even ahead of uh, competition that way as well. So playing more frequently, more regularly. Yeah. And what's it like? Uh, how much do you stream? How much content do you create? Are you mostly focused on practicing? What's kind of your mix there? And how do you think about that? All right. So um, I used to make videos on 2K17. Yeah. Uh, I told myself I'd edit and we'll do all that. But the way I made videos, it took me a long time to uh, yeah. edit and to do all that. So I can't took a break away from that took a huge break away from that uh, three years now but because i had work and stuff like that so i didn't have yeah. that much time to commit to it but yeah i streamed started streaming uh properly uh as soon as the pandemic hit so i was yeah. like 100 followers and then now i'm like just over a thousand yeah, you're over a thousand now yeah and you're doing more so, consistently it's great to see yeah, which is which is good from for me i guess and then i was able to uh i see whenever i play i stream uh, whenever I play competitively, I stream. I don't only stream anything, so yeah. I only stream competitive matches. If uh, I have a pick up of tournaments, I stream, mm-hmm. and um, I obviously garner more viewers doing that, really. So, and obviously, the success I've had in tournaments, um, with my team, uh, uh that I play with, I was able to garner more viewership and followers from that as well. Yeah, so let's yeah, let's go into it. So, you play for S2V Esports, is that right? Did yeah. I pronounce that right? They're Spanish. Yeah, Spanish esports team. Yeah. Uh, so, what is it like being on that team? Right, these, so are, we, these are cropping up a lot. Right. Yeah. So we literally just signed a contract with uh, STV, my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we, uh, for me, I played with a team called Fist uh, on Two K Twenty, which is which is a Turkish team. Well, it's uh, me and uh, another player that's with me, STV, now Welsh Judy. We're on the same team on Fist, and we're able to win. Uh, like a, a four tournaments out of six, if I'm not mistaken, or wow. three tournaments out of six. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing, really. So, and then we we went back to uh, to the team I was originally with with um, previous two K, which was Rise Above, which is this year, mm-hmm. and we won the biggest tournament I've seen in EU so far, which was yeah. the Clash slash uh, Milwaukee Bucks uh, gaming tournament. Mm-hmm. We won that, and 
and people people were able to see us play. So not just two K League managers, but um, uh, teams as well. Teams interested in us. So that's how we we're able to garner that much attention attention to uh, Santa Contra of uh, STV. So that's great for, to hear. Yeah. So for PS Five onwards, we will be playing with uh, for STV Sports League. And what are some of the advantages of joining a team like STV or S2V? Um, what do you get out of that type of a contract and how does it help you kind of elevate your game? All right. So it's, it puts us in, obviously, for, in terms of content creation, mm-hmm. gives us a whole new fan base. So no whole new, uh, I want to say fan, but um, follower base, which is yeah. Spain. Uh, I have, obviously, I have no connection to Spain. On, on, on of a... Uh, opportunity for that as well and also uh i guess it's it's just a sense of security as well so it's like mm-hmm. uh you get to represent an organization also you it means more than just coming over your friends and playing now so it gives a sense of responsibility i guess yep and uh just uh, i'd say it's it's, it's it's a high level esports organization as well so you know uh you have to meet the same criteria now so the pressure's on to yep. to win tournaments now to win even bigger tournaments than we actually play for normally in uh, EU so tournaments get bigger now so there's more incentive and there's more focus towards it so that's, yeah it's been it's been great to see you know FaZe Clan obviously a lot of the different yeah. NBA teams themselves creating teams in the actual yeah. you know NBA 2K league and it just provides you know a lot of the mentorship support following gets you exposed yeah. and collaborate with the other creators and other players exactly yeah. it's been fun and it helps you go from you know i'm just a, a streamer individually to i'm part of something bigger i'm part of a team because i think esports yeah, exactly. is, is really growing quickly and it's gonna exactly. like you said 2k is probably more popular than the actual nba and they'll be following the the, the 2k players more than the actual yeah, league itself yeah. mm-hmm. And it's also, STV is also, we, we got uh, brought in by a big YouTuber in uh, Spain called VTuber. So, mm-hmm. so that's why the team is STVTuber. Yep. And yeah, so he recruited us and then he was able to pull us in pole position. Uh, so, and it also comes with huge incentives on signing contracts, not just uh, monetary, but a very uh, lucrative, very, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A very good deal, really, yeah. It's cool to see. And, you know, I was, I, I worked for, uh, in Dan Gilbert's uh, family of companies from the, uh, the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, so, yeah, I know. yeah. So I was, I worked there right out of college and right. esports uh, was a huge focus, obviously. And they, the Cavs right. have one of the best teams and they're one of the few yeah. NBA teams that actually introduced that. But it's so good to see the coverage and the drive to, for esports. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's so much more accessible especially mm-hmm. basketball where, you know, you hit 25, 30, your knees start to go, your ankles start to go. And it, it helps to have kind of that love of the game and you're able to play still, especially for yeah. me, um, where I can just, I feel like I'm playing and I feel like I'm participating and you can play pickup with your friends without yeah. absolutely destroying your body and getting to play as LeBron James and these other players. Exactly, exactly. And also uh, the, the partnership with uh, Dan Gilbert and Nate Shot, I think, is the Honey Thieves uh, yeah. partnership, which is, crazy right this is a crazy investment yeah. so you can see how esports is growing throughout the world not just in america but especially in asia and china and japan is it's crazy yeah well you even have you know bomber buying the clippers and mm-hmm. building that new arena in inglewood which is built for esports tournaments as well and okay. you know we, so they're they're actually building the stadium and the, the arena to be a little bit smaller a little bit you know more 
you know, you feel like you're on the court a little bit more with the players. They have the big screens so that you can actually host those esports tournaments. Okay. Uh, and, you know, in Seattle, we have, you know, the Dota 2 championships, which are huge, oh, you know, huge, in Key huge, Arena. Yeah. It's the whole city is flooded. And it's yes. one of the biggest tournaments in the world. It's incredible to see. It is. It's crazy how, like, also your own, especially my bubble, which is the NBA mm-hmm. bubble, is like Dota is over, like, esports. Dota is huge. Like, I yeah. never realized how big, like, League of Legends, crazy. Like, yeah. crazy how much esports is growing, man. It's, who it's, knows it's fun. from that what was what's gonna happen and it's good to see the nba embracing it a lot more and yeah. seeing it as uh as a way to build the community so you're partnered with with 2k uk um yeah. what is that like like what from them what's kind of the focus that you see i see they, they just did an incredible project with their fan foundation with the birmingham rockets yeah. um to refurbish the facility to improve training courts school and community programs so they're not mm-hmm. staying just in esports, in the game, they're actually going into the community. So, what have you seen from them? Of what's their focus? What's their mission? How do you see them contributing to that community? See, I, I see them sharing the same goal as me, which is growing basketball in the UK. Yeah, because uh, to me, basketball is more. It's, I would say it's more. It's, it's, there's more emotion involved than, than I won't say than football. I don't want to compare sports, but that's what that's what how I feel anyway. There's more. There's more drama in basketball. There's more storylines in basketball, which is yeah. unlike the Premier League. The season goes, you just, you know, just it's all, all the football right now seems like a routine or soccer, as you called it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so more. But in basketball, there's so many storylines. Like Jimmy Butler, that uh, against uh, who is it? T.J. Warren. Yeah. <laughs> that one game where they had a scuffle. Now yeah. he goes on social media and goes and circles the next day for the for the matchup. So yeah. it's just. Stuff like that, it just, it just amazes. So there's so many storylines. How many rings will LeBron get? Will LeBron ever catch up to Michael Jordan? Uh, KD, can he win on his own now? It's just so many storylines. So it's just, mm-hmm. that to me is just, it's just amazing for me in, in watching basketball. So I just want people to enjoy that aspect as well. Not just a routine of going through a season and just watching like, football, watching, okay, transfers happen, cool. And then free agency. Every year, it's always something crazy. Oh, man, it's amazing. It's almost Every more year. fun than the season. <laughs> exactly. It's like, wow, James Harden wants to now now wants to join the next. Like, imagine if that happened now. It's the whole, the whole, it's just crazy. So that's why I think that as well. In terms of them wanting to grow basketball in the UK, it's something I have a passion about. Uh, Mo too has a great passion about it. Yep. Kudos to him as well. And just just growing the nature of basketball. Of, of, and the poetry of basketball as well. Going through, I remember I became such a basketball junkie. I went through different documentaries. Uh, going back to uh, what's I think it's a 1984 documentary. I forget what it's called now. It's a uh, Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams. Oh, Hoop Dreams. Yes. Like just, just not just a storyline, but like how basketball is also uh, life in terms of you can illustrate life as well. So in terms of that and how it followed these just two hoopers throughout the journey and how basketball is for them in some some in some cases life or death so it's just things like things like that man and uh the, what they do what they do right now in the Berm, i think it's the Birmingham facility yeah Birmingham uh, rockets yeah but Birmingham rockets yeah great incentive so get people into playing basketball and more people be playing basketball more people fall in love with it watch it and then you know, go go to sport over here yeah so, yeah so i mean it, you're right basketball has, you know, over the last couple of decades has intertwined itself with the culture 
uh, yeah. more than any other sport from what I've seen. You know, the conversations yeah. that are started, all of the players having their personalities and their brands, and you know, even yeah. Jimmy Butler, even you know, everyone might will know the 50th best NBA player in the world, the hundredth best NBA player in the world. Yeah in tennis or golf or, you know, in a lot of sports, like you just have yeah. no idea outside the top no. few and just their personalities are, are brought out. And 2k is such a good way to introduce people to the game, get them. Okay. I've been playing 2k. Oh, there's this new facility opening up. Let me go actually try to play myself. And then you get excited. You play at home. Yeah. It's, it's such a good, just kind of flywheel model of bringing people interested in the game. And because it's only five, five people, everyone on the court has a different skill set. So you get yep. to watch Steph Curry, you get to watch Steph Curry, different game to LeBron. You get to watch LeBron, yeah. different game to KD, different game to Kawhi. It's just, it's different. It's just, it's all different. It's just, there's so much variety. It's together. It's just, it's poetry. That's what I call it. Basketball is poetry, yeah. man. Yeah, you have Hero versus Bam, who couldn't be more opposite players on the court. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they're still, still both young have players. That same passion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still have the same passion and show their passion in different, express their passions differently. So it's just, it's amazing. It's really amazing. I don't know how you can't love basketball. I just yeah. don't know how. So. Is there interest? You know, we we've been covering the BBL a lot more this year and interviewing right. different players. And yeah. from what it sounds like, when I when I talk to different people, there's a lot of people who are NBA fans or BBL fans. It doesn't seem like there's too much crossover. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of the BBL? Have you have you followed it, or is it kind of just NBA and it's kind of a little bit separate? Yeah, I, I'm just. I don't follow BBL at all. I, I didn't. Even, I haven't even. Uh, I don't even know too much teams to be fair, um, mm -hmm. but it's only NBA and staying. I, I stay up late, late nights just to watch the NBA as well. So no, nah, I, I don't watch anything other than the NBA. I watch EuroLeague time to time if it's there. Yeah. I watch it just to see a different version of basketball. But nah, mm -hmm. enough BBL isn't really kind of promoted there. So I mean, yeah. that's that's not good. maybe it's, more people watch BBL than people watch the NBA. So. Yeah, it's interesting where. BBL is the local league. It's it's picked up a lot. Like this year, there's a lot of momentum. They signed, you know, Byron Mullins, DeAndre Liggins. There's a lot of good teams right yeah, now. Yeah, Liggins yeah. is fun. Um, I watched him at the Cavs uh, in person when I lived in uh, the Midwest. And yeah. I'm like, holy shit, he's going to play for the London Lions. And he's been tearing it up out there, which is super fun. Um, Kevin Ware joining um, from Louisville. And then he's getting into like BBL Twitter spats with people and calling the sharks trash. And he, it's starting the conversations more like you're talking about in the BBL. And I hope that helps, you know, crossover where, okay, I, this game is at least in my time zone. I can go watch in person when the pandemic's over, whenever the lockdowns are restricted. So I think there can be more crossover. I'd love to see yeah, BBL teams built out in 2K too. That would be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, that would, that would be fun. Also, an exhibition over here where maybe uh, an NBA team can come over here and play a BBO team. Maybe that gone is more, yeah. more attention. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't, as of now, I don't really keep up with uh, the BBL at all. Yeah, it's, just, it's interesting to see. It's kind of like um, Premier League fans in the U.S., aren't fans of the MLS, the major league soccer. Yeah. Um, so yeah. kind of our local league, it's very separate. You're like, all right, I'm a, I'm a Tottenham fan. Um, and it's like, okay, the Sounders are also here do I follow both? It seems completely different. So I can understand how it's different in the UK. I think, I think it's more of a, it's more of a mental thing. So you've seen the highest peak of, of a uh, competition. Why yep. watch another thing else? But yeah. I well, it's, yeah. it's kind of like college, like college here is obviously not at the same level as the NBA, but people get so invested because of those storylines, because of the personalities. Yeah, exactly. So if you know your local team and you like, like their personality, you follow their fits, you like their, their starting drama. I think that pulls you in no matter what the level yeah. is. 
And yeah. I think we're starting to see that happen a lot more. Yeah, that's most definitely. Yeah. All right, let's go back to ESL, NBA 2K20, Global Championships, European Finals. You yeah. represented the UK. What was that tournament like? So that's right, where. So I, yeah, go ahead. I started the tournament. To be fair, I started the tournament like uh, I didn't pay much, uh, not much attention, but I didn't give my my all to it at first. Uh, it was uh, online. I heard about it, so I just wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. And I qualified the first round. Uh, I won all my games. Eight, eight, I think it was like eight rounds. Won all eight games. And then, uh, and then the next one was uh, there's another round which uh, you only had to pick use one team per round. Yep. One team per game, really. So you can only use one. Uh, if you play game one, two, and three, they have to be all different uh, teams and all, and throughout the whole tournament. So the team using round one, you can't use in round two. And I ended up playing uh, uh, a player that plays for the Knicks now, uh, Knicks Gaming, Harry uh, Harry Hazardhurst, Hazard mm-hmm. uh, I played him in the finals of the UK tournament, and I ended yeah. up being uh, two uh, two zero best out best of three, and that's how I was able to uh, be a UK finalist for ESL uh, Global Championship in Paris. Yeah, that's amazing. Because it was, it's the first, I think it was one of the first tournaments of its kind from what I'm reading. Like the NBA partnered with the NBA Players yeah, Association first one, first with one, ESL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was one of the first big ones, right? This was like a, a first type of tournament. Yeah, so it was the first one. Normally 2K normally host uh, these tournaments like 250K, my team, 250K, my team tournament or the 250K program tournaments. But this one was hosted by the NBA itself so and the NBA Players Association. So it was a... Uh, yeah, so it was more from the NBA than from TK. So. And you were the only UK player, right, in that finals in Paris? Yes, I was the only UK player because uh, no UK player qualified from the wild card. Yeah, I was the only one. Only one. So what was the experience like? Did you actually go to p- Paris to play? Yeah, yeah, I went to Paris to play. I go, I what was that like? Paris. What was the atmosphere like? It was, uh, it was, it was great, but uh, getting there first was going to a hotel, uh, from, picked up from, hotel, from the airport to the hotel. Uh, met the other players that are going to be in the tournament itself. Uh, recognized quite a few people that I know we play against, in, just not in program, but in my team as well. Uh, met Danny Rifle and Mario, uh, mm-hmm. two Spaniards. And it was, it was, it was, it was good fun uh, at the end of the day. It was, it was fun, just the experience itself. Uh, so we're there for like three, four days, I believe. Yeah. And uh, when yeah, it was when sightseeing in Paris, uh, during the, during the, I think it was the Friday and then the Saturday was when the tournament started. So, yeah. So I get, I got to meet, meet Ronnie 2K. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, yeah. At the, uh, at the, at the, when it started and I, I met Dirk DeCaster there as well. So it was Did so you fun. go to the, uh, Pagali court? The one that's like super colorful, like in, oh, in no, Paris? I, no, I didn't, we didn't get to, cause we are far away from, uh, where the hotel was was quite far away from uh, uh, Paris itself. So we in Paris, oh, got it. So it was a it was a region quite. I think we during that Friday we spent about almost a hundred euros, if not more, of just yeah. going to uh, going to the Eiffel Tower and stuff like that. So yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And because there were strikes uh, during that time in Paris, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why the fee of Uber rides were quite high. There's no strikes everywhere, so we probably transport and stuff like that. Got it, man. At Paris, basketball environment is so fun too. You know, even right. just I last time I went, you just I, I played pickup basketball under the Eiffel Tower. 
There's just always people playing at every court. It's such a huge basketball community. Uh, that must've been a lot of fun. It's fun. It's, 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 it, basketball is quite big in Paris as well. Very big. So it's like, it's, it's cool to see really. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's good to have one of the OG 2K players from the UK represent at the championships this year. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was fun, I guess, but I, I didn't, I lost in the first round. Um, doing in the in the tournament uh, because uh, I was I, I had a tactic and mindset of because uh, you only had to use one team throughout the whole yeah. one team each game I say so I had a tactic of using the lesser teams first before I went to juggernauts but my opponents used the juggernauts of rip oh so kind of, used so the Bucks and the Lakers so it was kind of that's and tough so Yanis and LeBron so it was like yeah I lost yeah. by one point both games it's crazy damn yeah. yeah. Well, a learning experience for other tournaments, for sure. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Let's go on to all of the faces on the covers of 2K21 I saw this weekend. Um, so there was 2K Fest. You got your own cover art. For the audience who doesn't know what was going on, why is everyone getting their own custom uh, 2K21 covers? What was 2K Fest? What was it like this weekend? All right. So 2K... 2K UK hit, hit us up asking for uh, details about uh, not just our size or our picture and stuff. But we didn't know what it was for. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, we had a kind of an idea of what it was going to be for, but not uh, not as a not as a cover yeah. or anything. So we got contacted and then uh, able to submit to Becky. Amazing at 2K UK. Shout out to Becky and uh, Matt from 2K UK. Mm-hmm. Amazing group of people, and yeah, they were able to send us. Uh, our own box, I guess, of just not a, jer- a jersey of the game of our face in it, and just a lot of a lot of base stuff in that box, really. Yeah, and we were able to get our you saw the us on the cover and stuff, yeah, which is amazing. I've never <laughs> all the years of playing 2K and uh, in game when you play my career, there's a there's a I say endorsement being on the cover of 2K yeah. on on the game itself, but obviously, and then now you're on the covers because. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the who who is on the cover and who they pick is always such a huge reveal. You know, Dame and Zion and Kobe this year. I, I can't even imagine what it's like to see yourself. And Jeez. I love the Mo Munsi arms on semi-ogelet levels. I see you, King, <laughs> <laughs> on your incredible image on the cover. But that must have been amazing to see. I mean, you've been playing for, what, almost 20 years now, different versions of NBA video games, and now you're on the cover. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy, man. Just, wow. That's what I had to say. It was wow when I saw it. Uh, really. So it was, it was an amazing feeling. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing to see. And then the 2K Fest, they had like a 24-hour stream, and they also introduced the Birmingham, Birmingham Rockets. Um, so was that just kind of just trying to build awareness around 2K21 and get people excited about the game? Yeah, it's just, it just showing different aspects of the game. Not just uh, 2K21 and just 2K21 all over the world. So in France, in, in Spain, in the UK, well, just what every, every UK department is working on. Uh, 2K, sorry, 2K department was working on all yeah. around the world, different interviews and stuff like that. So it was, just, it was a great watch. It Absolutely. Great watch. It just showed program scenes, which uh, mostly competing from Spain when Ducks, Team Ducks played the French team, I think it was LDLC. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing yeah. to watch. That was really cool to see. All right, let's go on to some audience questions, some listener questions uh, submitted through Twitter, which were, which were pretty funny. We've got one from James Green, who just came on the pod this week. Uh, presenter at Sky Sports, journalist at Sky Sports and Talk Sport. He asks, 
how can I hit a three-pointer and how can I make my player move his feet quicker than a double-decker bus? Any tips for James to get better at 2K? Um, I think the, the mind players build on next gen. I think, that's, I think that's what he's talking about anyway. Um, I don't know. You, you have to increase it. When you make your player, you have, to have, you have to factor those things. So when you make a player, speed, speed, and speed is always important in 2K. On any 2K, speed is always important. And to make threes more consistently, uh, I suggest turning your shot mirror off. It gives you a boost. Uh, when you turn your shot mirror off to, to be able to time your shots and put vibration on to be able to feel when to release it. So that's that's a good, uh, I say that's, that's my advice for hitting more threes. And make sure you're open. You can't yeah. shoot consistently and expect to make it. That was a real answer, Sam. And James is a Lakers fan. And so I'm just going to say you're out of luck, James. You're just going to be terrible forever. Just watch the Lakers win championships and just be happy with that. You don't have to be good at 2K too. Yeah. All right, we got another one from Freds at X Freds with three Z's. Are you a dunker or are you a shooter? On two K? I I think that's all he had. And you know Freds, right? I'm a yeah, I know Fred because he's he's trying to be funny, but um no, it's uh my my game on two K is in between, so it's dunking and shooting, so all round. So you don't have to see all right, Freds. There you go, all around player. But in, in real life, I'm a rebounder. I don't play. I don't play basketball. Like that. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Yeah, I just rebound and pass to the nearest point guard. That's what I do. Love it. All right, we've got Elliot um, Sarges- Sargeson. Sorry, Elliot, if I uh, pronounce it at Elliot Sargi. How do you improve on 2K? We've already talked about that a little bit. Here's another one from him. How to get more involved in the basketball scene in the UK? As I'm heavily starting to get invested in basketball, but there's mm-hmm. so little exposure here. So, what are your What's your advice for Elliot to get more in the British basketball community? Um, I'd say go going to different parks. I guess um, I don't know about that's what I'll ask you about where you were moving to because um, if if it's in East London, uh, there's a place there's a place near Heathway, which is a Dagenham Heathway, which has a huge basketball uh, community there. They go mm-hmm. it's played obviously it's played on pavement, but the com- level of competition there is quite good. It's very good. Oh, great. To, this you see so i'll say go to different parts and playing playing basketball there and making obviously making friends uh, it's always a it's always a plus and then check basketball communities around the area there might be a couple of tournaments with a couple of showcases you can you can go in and just uh play and get involved in more of the british basketball and see the landscape out there yeah and there's always playing the game playing 2k are there online communities where, where people can access to kind of get more involved in people with more with people like you and other players? Well, uh, yes. So we have a Discord on on we have a Discord server where you can you can play with other individuals on two K. You can uh, ask them. Uh, I'm, I play this position. Do you want to get a five or you want to get three to play program some stuff like that? Nice. Always- I'll I'll share the Discord server link out so people okay. can join. No worries. Yeah. Uh, last question. Because someone said, "How do you spell talking?" Is that an inside joke? Resident yeah, Evil Seven. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, I guess when you tweet it out, you, you you said taken. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. I do you know? Do you know Resident Evil? Commenting on my grammar? No. I don't know. I don't know who that is. No. Okay. Well, thank you, Resident Evil. Yes, there is no edit button on. <laughs> yeah. And luckily, Two K UK tweeted out my misspelling. So appreciate that. <laughs> All right, real last question um, from Captain Crunch. How does it feel to play on PS5? 
He's being funny again. I know who he is. Um, <laughs> I don't get my PS5 till late this weekend, I believe. Um, but he's trying to be funny. But yeah, he's teasing you. Yeah. Got a bunch of trolls in the chat. Thanks, everyone, for your questions. <laughs> Even if they are trolling, that's fine. Uh, but Sam, any plugs? Where can people find you? Where, they, where can they find you on Twitch, YouTube? Uh, give yourself some shout outs here. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so Sam Darun on Twitter, on YouTube, and uh, on Twitch. So it's S-A-M-T-H-A-R-U-L-E-R. Um, Great. Go follow Sam. I'll tweet out the links. Join the Discord. Get involved in the British basketball community. Sam, yeah. thanks for so much for coming on. This was, this was awesome. Amazing. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, absolutely.